Hello there, ghosts and ghoulies. I'm here to talk to you about one of our lovely sponsors on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the Four Eye Radio Network to receive 10% off your order. <laughs> now enjoy the rest of the program. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I am Steve-O. And I'm Wes Craven. Wes Craven, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Glad you came back from the dead. Anytime. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've been off for a couple of weeks. Um, uh, apparently, Anna's like a, like a classic car. Uh, every her, time every, something, something gets is fixed, fixed, another thing is, uh, is broken. So now it's your knee. Yes. Uh, so, um, but yeah, we are back with a brand new episode. Um, we did watch a movie. This movie was Terror Vision, uh, came out in 1986. Like always, we'll talk about the movie at the end of the show. So in case you haven't seen this movie and you do want to check it out, um, you, you will give you the spoilers ahead of time. But, um, if you do feel like checking out this movie and you have Amazon Prime, it is streaming on there. Um, I highly recommend it. It is a nostalgic, uh, horror 80s film for me at least i would call it a quintessential 80s film so um but yeah we'll talk about that a little bit more um at the end of the program but of course you can find us on 4iradio.com facebook twitter spreaker itunes stitcher zoom marketplace blackberry podcast blueberry podcast mirror guide double twist youtube swell radio podcast directory player fm google play music Google Play podcast app and Spotify and also the Pod Chaser. Also, don't forget to check out our uh, sponsors such as Amazon.com, but you don't go to Amazon. You go to the 4iRadio.com, click on that Amazon banner and shop like you normally do. Um, and, uh, of course, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BeHorrorCast. Feel free to follow us if you like. I always try to do a throwback Thursday for BeHorrorCast. I always try to find classic horror movie covers that I think uh, kind of fit the niche. I remember going into the old school... Uh, video stores and being able to go into the horror section you got to see like all these great just cover arts of stuff and things like that granted the movie could be terrible but that <laughs> at cov- least the cover art that was cover cool. art sold you uh on a movie you might check out um also if you want to like us on facebook you go to facebook.com backslash not another b horrorcast and if you want to send us emails on anything because we did get an email uh this week which we'll talk about as well um but uh, we do have an email address. You go to notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com. Uh, with all that done, uh, we do have some movie news. Uh, there's some notes that aren't in the, um, in the show, uh, but they're little quick things that I found out today, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, and then we'll talk about our uh, horror movie news. There's nothing really um, eerie news this week. Uh, then again, I didn't really check. Um, I guess the weirdest eerie, <coughs> excuse me, I guess the weirdest news that happened this week, uh, we can talk about a little bit. Uh, I just heard about it today, 
But that's about it. But before we dive into all that great stuff, um, West, how was your week? Um, the past couple weeks, I guess, actually. Um, not too Okay, bad. I guess since the last time we did a show to now. I know we did the New Year's. <clears throat> I think we did a show did during you? the New Year's. I can't remember. I can't, yeah, I can't even remember. Um, well, quick rundown over the things that I can remember from the past year and a half of my life. Um, <laughs> feels like it's been forever. Sorry. Um, not too much. I mean, dealing with migraines is always fun. There was like an entire week where I had a migraine. But other than that, um, I've done a couple, hung out with friends, worked, uh, nothing too hugely exciting. Oh, I can talk about, I got my, um, loot fright. Um, yes, which, uh, thank you for saying that. I'll, don't want to cut you off. Uh, what I, I, what I'm going to start doing and I need to start doing is taking a picture of everything, getting your loot fright and start posting it to the, um, the Instagram page. So, uh, my bad on that one. Um, I'll do it for the next one, but, uh, well, that was my bad too, but, uh, it was Valentine's day themed. So I got a t-shirt of, uh, Dracula saying, Love sucks. I don't know if it was such so Valentine's theme because the theme, the technically the theme they gave you was uh, it was Universal Studio Monsters. Yes, Uh, but they did yes, like you said. Yeah, it was basically the theme was Universal Studio Monsters, but with a I guess with a Valentine's Day twist. We'll call it that. There you go. Yes. Um, Perfect. That's better than what I could ever say. (laughs) So yes, thank you. Um, I'll shut up now. No, you're good. Well, see, that's the thing is I can figure out what other people are trying to say, but with my own wording, I usually need help. So I guess this works out perfectly. I can say what I'm trying to say, you can improve on it, and then I can finally get to my point but as I good. ramble. But I will say this. Um, <laughs> the shirt, though, I'm a bit jealous because that's kind of tight, and I kind of want to get one now. If I can, hopefully comes on loot uh, vaults where you can buy past stuff and things like that, I I hope to grab one. But go go ahead. Yeah, so uh, like I said, the shirt was a Dracula t-shirt that says uh, love sucks and I think it's dripping in blood and it's just, it's the most badass shirt. I absolutely love it. Um, I also got a couple, uh, I think I got a total of six Valentine's Day cards. Which? But they're all, uh, they all have uh puns about the monster that's on the card yeah that those were really, really those were really cool yeah i should actually probably take pictures of those anyways and post them on the facebook page yeah um and the instagram and stuff that uh what i was gonna say i was surprised though with the shirt the dracula shirt that i went with love sucks which works mm-hmm. but i also thought i thought it would have gone with love bites too because that also works as well so yeah uh but uh uh yeah yeah that was i was kind of curious about that but i'm fine with love sucks because i feel like it's yeah it made me laugh um, and then I, yeah, I need to take a picture or have you take a picture. Cause I think there's six of them. So like maybe for like the six days leading up to, uh, Valentine's day, oh, if you feel do like our, doing that could, much. Yeah, work. I could, I could, well, I can always just stage the, I can just stage them in advance and just that's remember true. to post them the, the days leading up. Cause that's, uh, that's actually coming up soon. Cause Valentine's day, uh, actually our next show. Oh, we should probably look for, um, actually, no, we will have a movie to watch. Um, we're probably going to be checking out, hopefully, Happy Death Day to You, I think, comes out next week. So that might be the review. I'm not sure, so don't quote me on that. We might just, if not, we we'll might just look for a Valentine's Day movie, which I think there's My Bloody Valentine's is on Hulu. Okay. So we could probably always just, I think it's a remake. Um, but uh, we'll check it out because uh, the guy who plays um, Dean 
from oh. Supernatural, I believe, is in it, which is going to seem Eccles. which is going to seem really weird if he's one of the guys who has to keep running from the bad guy and because he and usually cause, yeah because I because that's the thing like you'd see him in this movie you're like okay but like after seeing what I've seen him in and then I'll see him in this movie I'll be like come on Dean get your fucking head in the game fucking kill this <laughs> get thing your already shit like together. yeah get your shit together like put in a bag like I I think I I don't know if I'm gonna that's why I'm I'm hopefully I can take my mindset out of that when you're gonna watch the movie because yeah. then like after you see someone as an action star and then they're put in a movie where it's like they're vulnerable because even that's like sam sam was in the remake of uh uh friday the 13th and even me were like i'm like oh, no what? i thought it was house of wax he, well he was also in that as well oh yeah that's right he was, okay. in, the, he was in house of again house of wax yeah. i'm also kind of like just kill this fucker come on yeah and then like, uh, something a little bitch yeah sam, call fucking dean already like but i forgot uh, sam is a little bitch in the Super um and then but in the jason movie it was weird because i'm also like well sam is almost as bad as tall as jason and in that one i think he was doing supernatural already so he was built so at my at that <laughs> point i was kind of like i think this camper could take jason like well, it also, it's uh, you know, like, so it kind of takes you out of that. Yeah. And it's also That'd be like, like putting like Jason Statham in a Freddy Krueger movie going like, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, you know what I mean? Really? You are going to try to kill me. That's funny because I brought, I brought my friend in. He, he's Dwayne Rock Johnson. And uh, yeah, so this isn't going to go well for you. Yeah, actually, like, I was gonna like, say, right? Like, yeah. it doesn't like have the or, same. like, or yeah, like, or even putting like Jason Momoa in a Freddy Krueger movie. And he's like, really, bitch, really? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like taking someone like like those kind okay, of people. Perfect and example. Him in. Yeah, perfect example. Um, what's his name? Who played Thor in Cabin in the Woods? Yeah, like right, Chris, Chris Evans or uh, Chris uh, Hemsworth. Hemsworth. There we go. I'm like Chris Evans. I'm like, no, that's Cap. <laughs> But, but yeah, even like that, you're yeah. kind of like, just call fucking... Just call down lightning or anything. Yeah, dude, what the Gee, fuck, dude? Where's, where's Loki when you need him? Yeah. <laughs> he can just trick his way where's, out of it. Where's fucking Mark Ruffalo already, bro? Uh, <laughs> Seriously, bro. Bro. Uh, but yeah, it just it, it just always seems weird when you go watch old stuff and then you see these people in it. You're like, they're kind of like a big... like That's the person, like, as soon as you show up in a movie, you're like, oh, don't fuck with that person for yeah. the rest of the film. Like, that's why I felt like uh, this is ju- a completely jumping subjects from your loot uh, fright box, which we will get back to. But we watched <laughs> Rampage. Yes. And that's the thing. Like, I took the movie a little bit more like... I mean, granted, you take it for what it is, but mm-hmm. I kind of bought it a little bit more just because it's all like, well, yeah, you got to put the rock up against something that's 10 fucking feet higher than he is because it's all like... Then you're like, oh, okay, yeah. I, he might have a little trouble with this now. Like, yeah, you, you kind of like put in that... Danny DeVito, you're yeah, like, this Dan- is completely like, fucking you, unbelievable. But that's the, Yeah, if you put Danny DeVito in, it's all like, well, of course he doesn't have a chance. First <laughs> off, look how big these... Like, with the rock, you're kind of... I might be able to hold his on. I think I think you oh. get. I'm like I, I know he's going to be. I have to do that with your mouth. I think you can do hold. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, you do a like. It's kind of like the the your stupid man voice yeah. where where you're come on, bro. Basically, no, not like that kind of stupid. What I mean is like you trick your brain into something to just believe it. Where instead of just going, like, I already know the movie's made up, obviously. Yeah. There's no 20-foot story gorillas and stuff and crocodiles and this wolf that can fly. There's that not? Would... No. Oh. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff. But you kind of you kind of trick your dumb brain with stuff going like, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Like, well, like that... just to buy the movie <laughs> kind of thing, you know. Well, that's why you have that. You always have, or I feel like in almost every movie now, I have that moment where I'm like, okay, I can accept that, you know, Captain America exists and like Thor exists and all this kind of stuff. But it's like, but really, why that haircut? And it's just like this one stupid, pointless. Well, thing that's that the thing. You you take uh, people like, always take away like the weirdest things from yeah. stuff. Like prime example, there was I'm trying to remember. There was the movie 
there was a movie or something like that that Patrick was watching, and he's like, nah, this is bullshit. I'm like, okay, let's 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 go back a bit. You've already bought and like all this other bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But that was the thing that you're like, no. Well, yeah, it's like you know? watching Iron Fist and then getting pissed off and being like, well, he shouldn't be able to make guns out of the like the glowing energy thing. It's like so you can buy everything else and you can buy that she can make her sword glow, but whenever he pulls out guns, then that's where you have the problem. Well, yeah, that that's I think the pro- the biggest prime example I ever made of that situation was I finally just looked at someone and they're like, well, she can't be running around in heels. I'm like, okay, if you already bought the fact that we were able yeah. to take DNA from a mosquito from billions of years ago and make a fucking park full of dinosaurs, but that is the one that you're like, no. That's the moment you latch on That's the moment to. you're like, no, no one can do that. No one, no. There's no way she'd be able to no run around in heels like that. Like, she'd I'm sorry. Once you've, ex- once you've accepted, like, you know, that, like, yeah. dinosaurs exist, you're like, okay, I'm into this movie and everything like that, but you have to nitpick on that shit. It's like, get the fuck out. <laughs> like, don't even. That'd be like, that. okay, Although prime example. Although it is kind of funny to figure, like, see what your brain picks up on as, like, that's unbelievable. Well, actually, I, I, felt, I felt myself, I think I can also, I can find reasonings for stuff. Uh, prime example, we were at work, uh, a friend of the show is, uh, who listens to us, we were talking about Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. And they mentioned, they're like, well, wait a minute, you know, for a college professor slash archaeologist, I mean, he takes off a lot of time from, uh, you know, schooling and teaching Sabbatical. and stuff like that. You see, okay, you went with sabbatical. You know what I said? I go, maybe he's got tenure. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's probably got tenure. He's probably taking a sabbatical. I figure he's just all like, like first off, I'm the best damn professor this university's ever had. Mm -hmm. Second of all, I fucking fight Nazis and win. And third of all, I got tenure. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'm Jones, bitch. And then he just like (laughs) drops his fucking, I'd say Mike, but I forget. It's like 19, what? They're in the 19, like 30s or something like that. Forties, uh, maybe. Maybe it's the forties. I'm trying to remember. I think because it's, it's Nazis. I think it's the forties. Okay, forties makes sense. Because I'm trying to remember if it's post after World War Two. Yeah, post World War Two. No, or, no, or no. Because no, because it's during. Because it's made, I, okay. it has to be. Because I remember the man. Someone's probably yelling at us right now, and that we're not only that we're going down an Indiana Jones trip. But the fact that we're totally, probably, totally, probably screwing, well, screwing the entire thing up because I have to correct myself because I believe, I believe Last Crusade, they're actually in uh, Germany during World War II because Hitler, they do like a spoof with that where like he's dressed up in like a a thing and he hands the one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he takes the book and he's like, oh, and he hands it back to him and he's like. Oh, okay, like kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. no, I, I do remember that. Yeah, because it's weird because Temple of Doom technically is actually before everything. That's actually supposed to be the first one, even though it was the second movie, because even when the time comes up, because I think the one's like, you know, 19 such and such, and then the next year is like a year before all that. So Temple of Doom technically is the first one in the series. Gotcha. Then goes the, um, oh, Indiana Jones and the... That's last crusade is the third one, or technically last one. So we are the Covenant? Uh, yeah, the Covenant. Uh, yeah, because the the Ark of the Covenant is also with Nazis, but actually, I think I want to say that Last Crusade is second, because I want I think that uh, Ark of the Covenant is third. No, Ark of the Covenant. No, no, no. Uh, the uh, it's not even called Ark of the Covenant. It's called something. Completely yeah, weird. I know. It, Indiana Jones and I can't remember. Last Crusade, Temple of Doom, Lost Ark. Uh, I think it's like the Search for the Lost Ark. Or something like that. 
Because, uh, yeah, it's like the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Well, that's, that the, that's, that's the fourth. That's why I said technically the last one would be Cru- Last Crusade. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, fuck. Indiana Jones. They're all on Netflix right now, so you want to check those out. I am sorry that I'm butchering this. I feel really bad with myself that I can't figure. And it's like the first one that everyone's ever seen and pretty much the one that everyone remembers because it's got the Nazi that melts his face. And I can't believe I can't remember the fucking name of that movie um uh seriously i'll do it anyways oh, uh keep yeah, talking raiders about of the lost raiders of the go. lost ark god i forgot the first fucking so word sorry. i said lost ark and i'm like there's something before it though i was like it's search no all right it's, anyway so, so raiders sorry, of the lost people, ark technically is was... supposed to be the second one because that's when he first encounters the nazis and then the third one takes over follows after that because that's when they go after like what was it his dad or he has to go after, his dad knows about it something like that because yeah like, he has to find his dad oh your name is junior junior your name was never indy that was the dog's name uh, anyways, anyways. <laughs> i didn't come back for the last movie you know why because i shit all the time now i wear a diaper <laughs> well you know what if you're the fucking sean connery i feel like you can do whatever the hell you want um uh, but yeah, so anyway, okay, so back to so the loot fright. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark was set in 1936. Okay. Uh, and then Last Crusade came out in 1989, and it was set in 1938. So two set two years okay, after. Okay, so yeah, so that one's after, yeah. And I believe okay. Raider, uh, Temple of Doom, I believe, is supposed to be, I believe, before everything. And Temple of Doom is set in the year of blank because IMDb, 1935. So 35, 36, 38. Okay, yeah. So, oh, damn, I'm good at that. Um, yeah, actually, it's funny. Doc Ox and uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark in the very beginning. Because that's the one everyone remembers because that's the one where the boulder comes at him. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, Temple of Doom, Temple of Doom, that's actually the interesting one. Temple of Doom, wow, I'm really getting on an Indiana Jones kick right now, and I kind of want to rewatch these movies. Right. Um, and now it actually makes me want to finish that Uncharted game now, too, because now, and also start playing uh, fucking Tomb Raider. <laughs> wow, okay, because we did watch Tomb Raider. We were totally mm-hmm. off subject. You know what? This is going to be a long episode because we've been gone for a while. So anyways, listen to my rant. So anyways, <laughs> um, what was I talking about? I was talking about Indiana Jones. Yes. Um, uh, it's so interesting with that one because that one, all of a sudden, boom, you're just like at this casino game. Like, that's how it opens. It opens like a James Bond fucking film. It's when he walks down and he's got the white uh, tux, tux. With, the, with the black pants, the nice black bow tie. He's like in, uh, I believe he's in Hong Kong or, you know, he's in, I believe he's in China. And, um, which is weird because I think Hong Kong's like, is Hong Kong in China or is it Japan? Anyways, I think it's the same gonna... taxes, but that's pretty much all I can tell you. Uh, okay. Anyways, I feel really bad again. Probably getting yelled at. My apologies in advance. Anyways, so it just opens up with that, and then there's like a huge gunfight and a car chase, everything like that, and then it's like they get on a plane, and then it's like they fall into this Temple of Doom. In the Temple of Doom, he's actually, uh, it says, Indiana Jones arrives in India, still part of the British Empire, and is asked to find a mythical, um, excuse me, mystical Well, I meant stone. where it takes place, like the very beginning they're in like Hong Kong or something like that because they escape and then they're on the plane and that's when the 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 pilot jumped out or something like that. Oh. And then they jump off on with the uh, raft and they land on the ice and then that's when they fall into India because that's where the the plane was trying to get back to America. So oh, yeah. they basically Shanghai, you're right. Shanghai, okay. 
No, I was then I was way off because I well, said saying, China. Well, I said Hong Kong. I, was, oh, yeah, I said right. Hong Kong at first, and then I thought it was Shanghai, and then I was like, okay, I was trying to remember. Anyway, so, Anyways. so Shanghai. Um, uh, but yeah, so yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like that movie starts out with that, and then the first, the last, technically the last movie, you don't count Crystal Skulls, which I don't think anybody does. That one, it starts with his very beginning when he's on like a Boy Scout scout troop when he's younger. It's actually played by, um, oh shit, something Phoenix. Not Joaquin? No, not Joaquin Joaquin. Phoenix. Uh, Uh, Yeah, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, but yeah, I I love like whenever he just like, I absolutely love that moment because he's just like, he looks around and everyone's gone and he just goes, everyone's lost but me. Yeah. (laughs) It's just. It was just like the cockiest, like best thing you could ever say. Anyways, I anyways, digress. but yeah. So that uh, join us uh, next month when we drop the apparently Indiana Jones uh, <laughs> podcast that I'm so which I, I which is weird. I don't remember watching those movies that much, but a lot of that stayed with me. Yeah, like I think the last time I watched Indiana Jones was probably I know they're on Netflix right now, which will, um, will just make me watch them again because I'm just lazy and not want to put the dis- discs in. But I have them on DVD, and I remember buying the three DVD set before the fourth movie came out. I was like, let me do a refresher, and got that and watched them back to back. And great, entertaining movies. But that was the last time I watched Indiana Jones. Yeah, you know what's so really that's... depressing is the last Indiana movie, Indiana Jones movie I saw was Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which I yeah. Yeah, so um, that was a bad yeah, so apparently I'm, I'm huge in Indiana Jones, which is weird. Anyway, I, I didn't think I would be. Anyway, so so getting way back to, to loot, loot uh, fr- or yeah, loot fright. Loot fright. Um, I also got. I can't remember what else I got other than I did get a bookmark. Yes, a bookmark uh, that was of the Wailing Woman from uh, Spanish. I think it came from Spanish. Uh, folklore originally, but I always call it La Llorona, and I'm going to get yelled at crazily uh, uh, by Bones. We're already going to get yelled at by Bones. I know. She's going to be screaming her head off, but I'm still pronouncing it La Llorona. I know that's not how it's pronounced, but I don't care at this point. La it's just Llorona, oh my little dead one in da, the da, water. You're going to drown all the children. Oh, I just went. You did. You yeah. you zigged and I zagged. What, yeah. what happened? Yeah, we're not on sync here. This is strange. I'm on sync with more of my male friends. I know it's kind of <laughs> it's it's trippy. Um, it's trippy. Yes, it's scary. I'm starting to believe I'm just gay. <laughs> Probably. Um, <laughs> anyway, I mean nothing wrong with that. I just I just look back going like I could have sucked a lot of dick prior to this. So you know, yeah, well, missed opportunities. You know. That's all I'm saying. Missed opportunities. I will say it's fun. Anyways, um. Now, that was a huge digression. No pun intended. Anyways, you also got um, a, a throw blanket. That's right. Yes. I also got a, it's a, a throw blanket of uh, Bride of Chucky? Or, yeah, Bride of Chucky. Yeah. One of the Chuckies. I'm pretty sure it's Bride of Chucky. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I haven't opened it up simply because we, I already have, we have five blankets, I think, because I have a Doctor Who one. I have a plain red one. I have the Angry Birds one. I have the Rick and Morty one. And then you have yeah, we the have with this one Civil now, War we, one. With this one now, we have six. Yes. So we have six throw blankets. And I'm not getting rid of, rid of any of them because they're all awesome. Actually, maybe I'll get rid of the Angry Birds one at some point. But that's probably the only one that I would be willing to part with. Um, but yeah, and then other than that, I think that was everything in the box. Yeah, that was that was it. But yeah, it was an awesome, awesome box. 
So, yeah, I've really liked everything that I've gotten from them so far. Yeah, there hasn't been anything that you were kind of, like, meh about. Like, like, I think the only thing we got, uh, because I got the little uh, Ash uh, Evil Dead figurine thing, and mm -hmm. I know you got one, but you were like, we already have one. So we ended up giving that to uh, friends of the show, uh, Sarah and Matthew Stabs from Geeks Who Eat. Uh, that was their Christmas present. But yeah, um, that's pretty much. But the yeah, only no. Thing. But uh, every time you've opened one of those boxes, there hasn't been anything that you're like, meh. You're, everything you've been like, oh, this is really like cool and stuff. So. Yeah, because I think the like the first or the second box that I got was a Krampus box. Yeah, it was like their Christmas. Or, yeah, it was a Christmas box. Excuse me, and it had a Krampus cookie plate. It had like Krampus like cookie cutter. Uh, cookie yeah, the cutters. cookie cutters. Then you uh, also like, got another bookmark. And I got amazing, an amazing H.P. Uh, Lovecraft shirt. Yeah, you got the H.P. Lovecraft one. with that one. Um, and then I've the, also uh, gotten a uh, a Sam from Trick or Treat Yeah, and then that was, that was the first one with the Halloween kind of aspect. Yeah, of it. so they've been knocking it out of the park. So yeah. if you're if you're into horror, I would highly recommend yeah, at least um, looking into it, it. The boxes are like every other month, so mm-hmm. it's not like a monthly thing. So it's probably like a little bit higher subscription. But yeah, you I think are, it's about thirty bucks a month, including shipping. But that's only every other <laughs> month. I know we're giving them like a plug and we're not even sponsors with them, but uh, so far I get a lot of stuff from uh, Loot Crate and a lot of their things and I've been quite happy. Uh, actually, I should say quite happy. I've been actually really happy with all their products. So yeah, if you're a huge fan of horror and you kind of want some swag, um, you know, you could sign up for, you know, you could even just get one box and just be like, all right, I'm done. And, mm-hmm. yeah, cancellation's easy and all that kind of stuff. So, and actually yeah. a lot of the, the, uh, kitchen stuff that we've gotten, we've even gotten from a lot, a lot of yeah, like, the yeah. loot crate stuff. So. Yeah. I've have, yeah, I have my, uh, my Thanos glove. You which have your Thanos glove. You have, didn't you, ha- don't you have like a, a gaming one too? Yeah, I got, well, that was actually from like another the... one oh, okay. that we shall not speak its name. <laughs> um, yeah, that one was cool. Um, but I was talking about the, I kept the Thanos one. I'm not using it though. Cause I know if a lot of people are flipping out about it, like, Oh my God, you kept that. They had to recall them cause they're way too thin and people were burning themselves, but I don't want to play. I don't want to be like, I, I don't want to play the smartest man in the universe thing right now. But even when I put the fucking glove on, I was like, yeah, I, this is way too thin. If you really were pulling shit out with that thin glove, you're an idiot. I'm just going to say it. you're, you're an idiot. <laughs> you, you don't. You're about as dumb as those people and abducted in, in in plain sight. Well, I wouldn't say that they were dumb necessarily, just they extremely dumb. naive. Extremely naive. But though, again, we digress. Um, but anyways, um, but yeah, so no, anyways. all their stuff is good. And then, yeah, your week's been good. Yeah. So what about your week? Uh, my week has been... 30 minutes our- into the show. Hey, I told everybody it was going to be long. So a lot That's of people, true. look, if we have good, con- I mean, if people are shutting this off within the first 10 minutes, then we're fucked. But uh, if people enjoy a li- nice, long, lengthy, we've been gone for a while. People need to, they, this is, might be their only, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Anyways. And you can use it to kind of like break up the uh, the monotony of your Thursday. Well, I just know what's going to happen is it's just going to be, we're going to talk a little bit and then it's just going to be boom, 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 boom with, the, true, with, yeah. the, with the notes. So uh, my weeks <laughs> have been pretty good. Had to do some maintenance on the car. Got that taken care of a light went out or at least i thought the light went out i replaced the light and then i thought it was the the wiring connecting connector and the wiring and some of that took it into the honda shop and they're like yeah no that's fine they apparently sold you a bad bulb and i was like oh great (laughs) so um i don't know if the bulb was bad or it blew out but then i didn't even see it like go on real quick and then shut off kind of thing so um but yeah, that was fun. And then just um, been catching up on a lot of movies. We've been watching like 
shows have been kind of slow, so we were like, okay, we're caught up on shows, let's dive into some stuff. Uh, we'll probably talk about it probably a little bit later. Uh, actually, we could probably talk about it maybe sometime next week or something like that, depending on what we do for the show. But uh, we finished the uh, Ted Bundy documentary. Yes. So I was curious if you want to do some uh, research on Ted Bundy or basically anything you probably already know yeah. about Ted Bundy. We could talk a little bit about uh, how you felt because uh, there's I've heard very mixed reviews actually now on the, the Netflix. Uh, Shockingly evil something and vile. Or shockingly, something evil and vile is the name of it. And oh, I thought actually, it was just called the Ted Bundy tapes. Um. Oh, the one. Oh, uh, the yeah, the documentary series. I'm sorry, I was thinking of the movie coming out with Zac Efron. Oh no, no, no. That uh, we'll talk about that later. That's uh, some. Oh, sorry, no, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, you're jumping a little ahead. No, no. What I was gonna say. Yeah, check out that documentary. But I, that, I was say I heard mixed reviews about it. Mm-hmm. The documentary because a lot of people they're like, oh, it's really good. Or some people were like, oh, they kind of paint him in this weird thing. So then I find out. After watching the documentary, there's a lot about Ted Bundy I didn't fucking know. Yeah. I think I know more about Jeffrey Dahmer than I do know about Ted Bundy, actually. Honestly, because I was sitting Bundy there going all like, yeah, Ted Bundy has never been on my radar, but now he really is. And it's simply because, like, I actually, uh, I'm really interested in psychology at this point in time. So, and I'm trying to actually uh, go back to school and actually get a degree in it. So, it's kind of interesting to see, like, with. The information that I have from my shrink friends and um, just kind of like just my own observations and like actually trying to pay attention to it since that's um, kind of something that I realized I need to start doing. It's really, really interesting to see like how he like what behaviors of his are psychopathic, what behaviors of his could be like because of a mental no. illness or uh, you know stuff like that. Well, I, I believe a lot of his. Most of it's just psychopathic. I was going to say most of it's just narcissism. Which is a huge sign of psychopathy. But, but uh, it's yeah, very, he's, it's just very weird. interesting. There's a lot of stuff, but it's so funny because you watch, like, you hear the tapes, you watch the the stuff and all the stuff about him. And then it was interesting where, what, Ted Bundy died in 1989. He was... Uh, in January, uh, on January 24th, yeah. On January 24th, 1989, he was electrocuted, uh, death penalty. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting because I sat there going like, oh, wow, I was, I was, uh, I was alive. I wasn't conscious about everything that's going on in the world at that point. And then revisiting that, I sit there going like, oh, wow, because I thought he died like maybe, early 80s. Like, no, in the 90s. Like, oh, okay. I thought I remember hearing about his like his death and stuff. And then you're watching this and it's like people were outside of the building, like fireworks partying. and stuff, partying. It was like such a crazy, like surreal thing that you sit there going all like, oh, that's so weird that now I finally see this footage yeah. Even though it's always been there, unlike how it is today, where everything is so fast, so quick. So, oh, I can take my phone out, get the get the video I need, send it off, boom, it's already out on the internet. You know, kind of thing. It's so interesting that like there's all this stuff that you miss, and then you're you're like, oh, because not once have I ever heard about all the people outside of Ted yeah. Bundy's uh, thing for yeah. like I've heard like about the girls like going, oh, he's you know he's kind of cute, you know. And all I that didn't kind realize of stuff. that he had a child with like one of the women together. Yeah, like, it's I like, never knew. It's, like, it's it's it, to me it was very interesting. <laughs> it just it just showed me that I didn't know a lot about uh, Ted Bundy, which I was like kind of like I thought I knew like I'll be like oh yeah I remember hearing this or I heard that or knew about this or whatnot. But I was just like surprised a lot of like him go, breaking into like the sorority house like yeah and just fucking trying to trying to he tried to murder four he, he successfully two, two and, and then, injured two others yeah but it was like holy fuck like 
I sit there going like, I I see this in movies when like, you know, Liam Neeson busts in someplace and just fucking murders a bunch of people, you know, and shit. Or like even in a video game, you're like, okay, I'm going to take out all these fucking people. But like hearing like an actual human being doing it. And another like and you almost know, video game aspect to it was the girl who was kidnapped by him and survived and mm. escaped. Like that was that seems yeah, I never like, heard about that either. Yeah, that and that honestly, it seemed surreal because it was like everything that happened, like it was the timing of everything worked out perfectly in her favor, thankfully. Yeah. To where she was able to get out of the car, escape his from him while she was being attacked by him again. Then a car came up and she was able to escape that way because he freaked out and left. Yeah, it's and so it's, just, it's, it's so interesting. So, so um, if you're into the serial killer stuff and documentaries, I highly check it out. It's only four episodes. They're about I would say maybe an hour, like an hour and nine minutes. Um, they're Part not one, yeah. They're not pretty, but they, they, it's weird because it seems to pack a lot of information. Um, I, it was interesting though. I felt like, and this could just be me. The first two episodes, I felt I was like, God, this is taking for as soon as I said, like, God, it was taking forever. And I hit the pause button because I had to go pee or something like that. Then you notice there's like three minutes left. You're like, fuck. So, yeah, so it did keep me engaged until like so if it does feel like I felt like the first two felt lengthy, but then the next two kind of just went by and then it was over. And I was like, I want more. Um, so very interesting. But um, this actually can lead us into our uh, news, our horror movie news. Now, we have a lot of horror movie news. Uh, a lot of it's probably old. A lot of it might be new. Uh, so just bear with us with all this grand mediocrity of something. I don't know. Grand I Torino? I don't know. Grand hmm. Torino. No, that would be like, you got to ask yourself, did I fire six shots or, or five. five? He said or five or six. But yeah, I'm senile. I can't remember my own <laughs> goddamn movies. I try to go into every movie now where I'm just a racist motherfucker because that's what America needs right now is more <laughs> Liam Neeson. Yeah, they really, yeah. What? Wait, what? That Liam was... Neeson. They need more of it. Oh, speaking of that, did you see that apparently Liam Neeson got in trouble for making the racist comment about the girl who got raped by a black guy? Yes, uh, that's been going on in the news. I just... <laughs> I just there's uh, a Liam, lot of black people in the world. Why? Oh, just why? We're we're Look, not even going to talk about it that much. Mm, just just why? I have uh, a particular yeah. set of skills, and they're all killing black bastards. <laughs> <laughs> what I said to people? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure you you're being a little. I was not to be. I can't be racist if I'm already a race. Is that how it works in Ireland? It does. <laughs> right. We also kill. Wolves, not f- not for substance, for pleasure. I like to bathe in their pleasure. Is that even any good, like, Liam Neeson or anything? I don't even know if I'm hitting eh, it. No. It, I can't get, like, an Irish accent, and I have no idea how he, like, really sounds. I will find you. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It, I will find you while we'll catch you. No, it's going to, like, uh, what's his face? Uh, Jim Gaffigan? No, it's not Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> uh, uh, fuck. Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah. I will find you. Oh, good. You know what I mean? No. Oh, um, all right. Well, so what I'm going to do? <laughs> so I'm going to go down Anyways. to the chipper and find the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. All right, you dig? All right, here we go. Then now it's turning into Johnny Depp meets Jason Statham. Not really. Johnny Depp is more. 
Well, that's pirate jet. Okay, we're not going to go. Why do you keep mentioning <laughs> Sorry, it? sorry. Because then I have to break down the voice and go, no, it's more like this. And you're just I like, was just saying what it sounds yeah. like to me. Anyways, so anyway, we're so... going to jump into uh, horror movie news. <laughs> it's time for horror news. So speaking of Ted Bundy, so of course the Zac Efron film uh, was, uh, it premiered at Sundance. Yes. It was getting really good reviews. A lot of people are like, holy shit. They, um, apparently a lot different movie than a lot of people thought it was going to be. Um, so I was, I'm very intrigued by this, but it looks like uh, Netflix bought it actually to drop it on Netflix. Uh which I was like, that's kind of freaking awesome. Which kind of makes sense if you think about it, because now you get more people to go, if they watch the movie, go, okay, I really want to know more about him. Now they can go visit watch the documentary. documentaries. Mm-hmm. Of that. So totally smart movie. I think they bought it for like $9 million. I know it wasn't like a huge budget film because it was like a kind of independent stuff of that. So I'm really, I think that's awesome. So we'll definitely check that out and watch it. But yeah. um, I haven't watched any of the trailers yet. But every fucking picture I've seen of him after watching that documentary, I'm all like, he nailed it. Fuck. And now I'm even more worried because, like, I, after seeing him in Baywatch and how fucking like shredded he was, <laughs> I was like, that's gonna be a that's a that's a that's a Ted Bundy you don't want to fuck with. Yeah, um, actually, I don't think he's gonna be that shredded though in the movie. Probably not. Well, because Ted Bundy really wasn't that like Ted Bundy to me seemed like he had a swimmer's body. Yeah, where he was very lean. lean, but he wasn't like built. Yeah, it was more of like sinewy instead of yeah. just like muscular. Um, but I did want to do a quick note. So the actually, the name of it is Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. And I thought it was really interesting because if you watch, I found out where they got the name from because if you watch the documentary series, um, the judge, after he gets, after Ted Bundy, Bundy got uh, convicted before mm-hmm. he was, or while he was being sentenced, the judge actually stated, stated that his crimes were extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Mm. And I thought that was very interesting that they decided to use the judge's quote about his crimes to as the name for the movie. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I think that's really cool that Netflix picks it up. I, I like the fact that Netflix... Netflix. Netflix is like snatching up, like they're becoming a big contender now. Like yeah. they're like, they. that means, do you know what that means? That means they were at Sundance. Oh, you know, and that means like the movie premiered and then people because this is how Sundance usually works with independent films. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm going to dive into uh, some weird knowledge that apparently I know um, <laughs> when usually you take stuff to Sundance, the movie is done and finished, but you need to make your money back from making it. And then you have to gross more money than what your movie budget was. So you, you you take these to Sundance, people buy it and then boom, they go ahead and they package it. They, you know, they can. Uh, depending on how you shot your movie, they can add music score, they can add, you know, soundtrack, you know, all that kind of stuff um, to a movie. Otherwise, I wouldn't have that kind of thing, give it a little bit of a budget or whatnot. And then, uh, boom, they they buy it from you. You have that money then, but then they can sell it and then money they make. And then you get like, I forget, I, uh, 
I don't know. I wouldn't know the percentage, but you get a percentage from all Some attack royalties. Yeah. So I think it's interesting that Netflix. I don't know how long they've been there, like going to Sundance, because I was like, when I was like, Netflix picked it up. I was like, oh shit! Like that means they're like bringing these contenders in, like even the streaming services now to be like, do you want to buy do you, any movie you want to buy or whatnot? Because then it's interesting to me because it's like, okay, now they don't. Uh, it's like. Netflix really doesn't advertise. Yeah. Netflix really gives you kind of, if you're following something of them on Facebook, they'll be like, oh, new on Netflix this week or something like that. Um, but it's not like the marketing they would get if this got picked up from like an actual studio, meaning like, okay, there's, there's going to be commercials, there's going to be radio ads, there's going to be posters, there's going to be billboards, there's going to be all that kind of shit. But then you also look at it going, but if you don't waste money on that, that's more revenue. If you, wh- however, their, like, pocket, you know, yeah. going into your pocket at this point instead of, okay, now we have to make the money back from all the promotion we did. Because sometimes movies spend like almost like a third of the budget just fucking marketing a movie. And then if it bombs, you're like, fuck. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, you're good. I just wanted to point out apparently, I have a feeling the reason why they ended up on Netflix is or one of the reasons why is the docuseries or the documentary was actually directed by Joe Berlinger who also directed the movie. Yeah, I heard so about I was that. like, I, that actually kind of makes <sighs> sense, which is really awesome because I think that that means that this person is well researched enough to kind of go, okay, like he probably most likely he did what a lot of people do is just like he got obsessed with Ted Bundy as like a serial killer and like researched all this stuff, got all the information together and was like, you know what? I kind of want to, he wanted to present like the, like a, almost like a, most likely just be like, okay, here's what happened, but also give people like an actual physical representation of it and go, okay, if like, uh, what? No, you just, you just said something i'm sitting here thinking about it going like oh am i going to be one of these people who track somebody like you know go oh whatever happened to so and then i'm sitting there thinking about it going like what the fuck how come i haven't done that <laughs> have, no not uh, like how come i haven't thought about doing a documentary oh yeah like i love documentaries mm-hmm. i have so much knowledge about pointless fucking shit of things that i can like dive down a rabbit hole and then be like wait what and That's then like point, research yeah. shit maybe i should start hmm i don't know i'm trying to figure out I'm going to do something more of my... Anyways, sorry. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's exactly what you said. Yeah, because I mean, I've been watching a shit ton of different documentaries. Like, I get centered and just... I love documentaries. Yeah. I I could... And it's so weird because I hit... I, I watch a documentary. There's so much more... Like, either stuff I knew and stuff I didn't know. Boom, I retain that now. I just thought about it. If I would have gotten centered back in, like, high school, I would have... I, I probably would have been a fucking genius right now. I probably would be doing something with, well, like, Well, you are science. a genius. It's just you probably would have had a higher degree. Yeah. But... Anyways, but yeah. Anyways. But speaking of documentaries I watched, one of the documentaries I, I watched on Netflix was actually... Um, a Ghostbusters documentary where it was talking about the fans of Ghostbusters. But the reason why I bring Ghostbusters up is because, of course, uh, last month uh, there was a uh, there's been there's been a little bit of talks uh, with um, I'm trying to remember. I believe it was Dan Aykroyd was talking with somebody. They were talking about something um, he was with and someone mentioned uh, Ghostbusters stuff. And he said something I'm like, oh, OK, that's interesting. Didn't think anything of it. And then, boom, we get the news. Uh, Ghostbuster film in the works. It will be the sequel to the original films that is scheduled to be released in theaters 2020. And then it's reported that Jason Reitman is going to be directing it. His father, Ivan Reitman. And I was like, wait, what? 
And it was so weird because I remember listening to a podcast Kevin Smith did with uh, Jason Reitman on it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so you never thought about touching it? And he's like, no, never. Like, because it's, he wants to do his own thing. Like, it's not like he didn't want to touch the property or anything that or didn't think he could do anything with it. He just didn't want people to be like, oh, daddy's finally giving you the keys to the car, which is really funny because not only was that news announced, they also announced the fucking trailer um uh they they have a teaser trailer for mm-hmm. um the Ghostbusters movie. So I was just like, oh shit. So that's pretty badass. And then it was great because like people said, like, oh, you took the keys to the card, and then he actually put that in his Twitter feed saying, like, well, I guess dad finally gave me the keys to the car, and then it's the old school car, and I'm just like, that's awesome. <laughs> so uh very interested in what's going on. But there was a lot of big Ghostbuster news uh last month because they also announced from the people who brought you uh the Spider-Verse movie mm. into the Spider-Verse, uh, Sony has talked about an animated Ghostbuster movie. And I was like, that would be awesome, especially if they did I mean, even if they did it in like the CGI art style, like the Spider uh the Spider-Man. One, but if they did it to like the old classic cartoon show, and if they got all those voice actors back, like yeah. to do it, that would be amazing. Because then you have uh, uh, Lumis Lamar, uh, who's been on Futurama, some of that. He's the original voice of Egon. You also have, um, oh fuck, what's his name? Uh, Frank Welker, who was the original voice of uh, also Ray Stance in the cartoon show, but also uh, he's done everything in her childhood. If you heard a dog bark. Actually, fuck. You ever watch The Simpsons? Santa's Little Helper? That's oh, yeah. him. Oh, guess what? He's also Snowball. Every animal, even Nibbler. That... That's him. And then he <laughs> actually, this works because uh, Frank Welker also is the voice of the monster in the movie we watched this week. Oh, that's right. That's right. I have a lot of different stuff to talk about that. But yeah, so many people. Oh, Dave Coulier. He was, uh, he was on Full House. He was the voice of Peter Vakeman. And then Arsenio Hall actually was the voice of uh, Winston Zedmore. Nice. And I'm, again, pointless fucking knowledge. Like, why would I know this? But I'm, I'm kind of super stoked. I, you're passionate I, about. I haven't seen, uh, I haven't seen the Spider-Verse. I know I, I suck people and everything like that, but holy fuck. Um, the, I love the animation. Aaron's been talking about it. They actually won, like, a Golden Globe, I think, for it. Um, oh, nice. For best animation or whatnot. So I'm super stoked. Like, uh, I kind of want to, I don't know if it's still in theaters, but get to it when I get to it. But. So that wraps up all that uh, Ghostbuster-related news and stuff like that. Um, sorry, I'm, like, jumping all over the place. So, of course, also, speaking of Netflix, jumping all over the place, uh, Zack Snyder has a big-budget zombie movie film he's going to be doing for Netflix. Um, kind of interested. That's kind of like going back to his, I guess, quote-unquote roots because he did do the remake of Dawn of the Dead, which uh, I did enjoy that movie. Uh, uh, which wraps uh, actually kind of wraps back around because apparently it was... Uh, James Gunn wrote Dawn of the Dead and Zack Snyder directed it. So it's just all comes back to Marvel and DC movies. Isn't that crazy though? <laughs> well, James Gunn is no stranger to horror, man. Slither. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did right. that. Yeah. And guess who's in that? Nathan Fillion, uh, Michael Rooker, who played uh, Yondu. Michael Rourke? Yeah, Michael Rourke. Uh, he's like, yeah. it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it's like, it's a, it's a fucking, it's a monster movie. They do like, they put the prosthetics on him at one point for this, like weird, like these creatures or whatnot that came from space. But yeah, no, he's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of cool to see how, like, you know, it sucks because it's like, 
you know these great directors, they do all these small projects and then they do these big projects and stuff. But then you you realize some of their cast members that they were like back in the day, like Nathan Fillion, and now he's like huge. huge but he yeah. but if you look at him, he's always been huge. Like he's been a lot of shit and stuff like that. But it's just like people just never gave him the the I would say people either gave him the role, but then it's like something didn't give him the chance, such as Firefly. I'm pretty sure Firefly, that first season is probably fucking solid. Again, I apologize, haven't seen it. And you sit there and you probably watch it going, oh shit. It's like and he then, never quite caught And then they cancel break. it. And yeah. then you're like, oh man, just think how much they would have developed. The, he would have, like, because everybody falls into your character at a certain point when you're especially doing a television show. And then they're just, they just embody that character. Mm-hmm. And then you get to see the changes those characters go through every season and either makes them a better person or a worse person or something like that. So you're just kind of like, you get, it's kind of interesting to see this stuff. I'm really, I have no idea what I'm talking about anymore. But anyways, so Zack Snyder has a new zombie film. Um, also, speaking of zombie films, of course, we're getting a Zombieland 2 this year, which is great because Woo! that's 10 years after the first one. Yeah. Uh, of course, we know two Ghostbusters have been added to that as well, which is uh, Bill Murray is coming back and also Dan Aykroyd. But, of course, added to the thing is a Rosio Dawson. Rosario Dawson. Rosario yeah. Dawson. I knew I was going to fuck that up. Uh, <laughs> She is uh, actually she's also in Clerks too, but she's also the night nurse in uh, Daredevil. Uh, also, she was on Luke Cage and everything like that. She, she was, was also on Iron Fist. She, she was, was also, also yeah, she was on all the Marvel yeah. shows. She was also um, she's also the voice of Batgirl in uh, the Lego Batman movie. Oh, um, and all that other good stuff. Yeah, she has a big, big bucket, a cauldron of of work she's done fantastic so so i'm excited to see because i'm like ooh, now you're adding like another person because it was the four and now it's uh it's gonna be five or even more i'm trying to figure out i'm wondering if there's gonna be like another group that yeah, it like already runs says, into them yeah it already says emma stone woody harrelson jesse eisenberg abigail breslin zoe douche Dutch, I don't know, D-E-U-T-C-H, I don't know how to say that, Uh, Evan Jogia, Rosario Dawson, like, oh yeah, ridiculous. So it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, uh, Also coming out uh, actually today, if you're listening, so there's been a couple of new photos released, um, but apparently tomorrow we're getting a new Pet Cemetery trailer. Nice. Um, and then uh, also, of course, uh, they dropped a trailer this week. Uh, got picked up by FX. Um, I think it comes out in April. Uh, but uh, what we do in the shadows? Oh, that's right. Will be coming out uh, so that we have that to look forward to. Um, and then I'm trying to think if there's anything. Oh, uh, this also I guess came out today. Blumhouse has reportedly found their writer for Halloween too. Nice. So I guess they're going to be doing another one. Awesome. But I think I think after the success of that one. And, uh, you know, this actually goes into effect right now. Uh, now I think about the last story we have, um, the successful of that movie of taking 40 years after the first one and people realizing, oh, you can revisit something and bring old cast members back and actually have a really solid fucking movie. Um, of course, uh, who also was in, uh, in, in talks about, yeah, yeah, I might put on, I might put on the red sweater again. Uh, <laughs> uh, Freddy Krueger, uh, They've talked about uh, maybe picking it up where it last let off. Uh, Robert England did mention he did a guest spot on the Goldbergs, re- revived the character, you know, respised and everything. And he was just like, you know what? This was kind of fun. And I, and I get it. Like, I get what the fans like about it. I get like, you know, and he's all like, you know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind going to another. I wouldn't mind doing, doing one more nightmare. 
yeah, you know, kind of thing. So it's interesting. But they have these uh, coming coming from um, Q3. They have these full uh, these uh, these really lavish. It's like it's like Barbie doll. Uh, it's a figurine. Yeah, it's a figurine, <laughs> but it's a Barbie doll almost of uh, Freddy Krueger. With real clothing. New nightmare with real clothing. He's got real leather pants, uh, almost ankle, fucking, almost fucking knee-high boots. Jeez, Freddie, what were you thinking? Uh, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey, so the hey, figures. He needs that ankle support, okay? I guess. <laughs> but. Uh, and then also the heads are interchangeable. Yeah, they have There's two heads and hat. stuff. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of not... cool. So I'm very curious if, uh, if uh, we might be uh, seeing a trailer. Or a teaser at some point towards the end of the year, maybe for next year, of a new uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Um, but speaking of trailers, I, I I totally said this was this one had been the last story, but I totally forgot about something. So this thing happened on Sunday, uh, Super Bowl, and uh, a lot of commercials and teasers came out. And one of the teasers that came out was um, scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh, that's right. And they actually had a few trailers like they had a few teaser trailers and they're going to be dropping another one but uh scary stories till the dark is going to be dropping august 9th in uh this of this year um but uh they uh they fucking have i don't know what is going to like be the the, as i grasp from what i've read um it seems like a bunch of teenagers or college kids or whatnot go to this house and then it turns out all these scary stories they've either grew up with or heard they're all real, but apparently all these entities live in this, I guess, area or whatnot. So, yeah. so the trails are kind of interesting because it kind of shows one of them is the kid. Uh, he's in the hallway, and all of a sudden you see this this kind of big, bulky like woman coming towards him, and then you're like, "Oh shit, it's the white like woman, like lady from that story or whatnot." And like she walks a little bit slow, and then all of a sudden you know things flash, and then she's like closer. Uh, they did one where it's like this uh, creepy kind of skeleton girl walking, and she's all like, "And they took." And then you see like him under the bed. Oh, that was one of the stories. Oh, the toe. The big, that's right. The yeah. big toe. And then you see under the bed and you see the feet, but you see like the one foot and then the one toe is just gone. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, so it's like, so I'm kind of like, I kind of think I need to revisit the books mm-hmm. and be like, okay, how, how deep cuts is this fucking movie going to be? So it's uh, it's pretty interesting. Um, definitely actually, check out the taser. Yeah, I was going to say, I actually did see a video where it was showing like side-by-side comparisons of the drawings from the books uh, next to the characters from the movies. And it looks pretty close to the drawings, which props to them because they, like, that's normally one of my biggest complaints if I read a book and then watch the movie is that, like, they don't do the book justice. And it looks like they're at least trying to do, like, the looks of the monsters at the very least some justice. So that's yeah. pretty cool. So, yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. So we'll look forward to that in, uh, in August. But without further ado, kids, it's time for us to get into the... Actually, I, I'm going to state this right now. This is a big thing I want to start doing this year. So we are called Not Another Bee Horrorcast. And we do watch a lot of horror movies, and a lot of them are newer, and some of them are old ones. But we do check out a lot of classics. But I'm talking about we need to start checking out some bad, <laughs> bad movies. Gray A, B horror movies. And I believe, to me, Terrorvision is a perfect example oh, God, of horrendous. a B horror movie. <laughs> so without further ado... Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I forgot to... I keep forgetting to record that little song thing so we have our intro for our movie review. But um, anyways, but yeah, so spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Uh, We'll be diving into our movie review. 
in three, two, one. Everybody dies. Everybody dies. Actually, yeah. Well, except for the monster. He doesn't die. Well, I would. And the chauffeur doesn't die. I We don't know that. Yeah, that's true. Well, he hasn't died yet from what we saw. But <clears throat> anyway, so we watched the movie called Terrorvision. Um, I guess I should. I'll give you the little bit of synopsis they have on on uh, t- uh, IMDb. And of course, uh, as always, we'll give you the reviews of the other critics and then we'll give you our reviews. And if, at the end of the thing, we'll talk about what we liked about the movie, what we didn't like about the movie, and so on and so forth. But this is a family's new satellite TV system starts receiving signals from another planet and soon becomes the passageway to an alien world. What I saw does not represent anything they just said in that thing you're like okay but then you're th- if you read that to me i'd been like oh so a bunch of aliens are going to be coming through this portal so anna terrorvision yes my synopsis was some weird blobby monster comes down to earth through a tv satellite uh and comes upon a family where the parents are swingers the kids are seriously fucked up and the grandpa is living in world war ii so, yes, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty horrendous. crazy. So the movie starts off. Now, what I have to talk about this movie is this is the interesting part about this movie. When everything's being put together, like when you start watching it, you're like, yeah, this movie is kind of like, Ugh, it's taking forever. What's it's what, what's going to what's going to go on? Acted. It, yeah, it's horrendously acted. Like I'm talking like bad acting like the dad has uh stan the dad and it has these facial expressions that you're just like what the f-? like every little thing like just yeah the best thing i can say is he's got a rubber face but he overdoes the rubber face because like he has a very very he almost he looks like he could have played uh one of the mighty pythons in uh in like a like a biopic uh, yeah. what's his face the, eric idol yeah he could no not eric idol he could have played uh oh um uh not Eric Idle. The one that's no longer living. Oh, Graham Chapman? Yeah. I'm looking really? at a picture of him right now. He looks like Graham Chapman. Without the mustache? Yeah, without the mustache. So huh. if you go to IMDb and check out uh, Garrett Garth, I think it is, uh, as Stan, like his profile picture right now, like you could imagine putting a mustache on him and it would look like him. I feel like we just saw somebody where I said that they could play Eric Idle. Yes, and I forget uh, what we were watching, but I know we had that conversation but, I mean, if this guy's even selected, but he, he almost looks like, like, the picture they put for his IMDb thing, you're like, oh, shit. That's Actually, not- I'm curious if he's dead because there's some black and white pictures. Uh, it could just mean that he's not acting anymore. Hang on, my internet's being dumb. So oh, I'm good. trying to look at him up. Anyways, I'll let you find that when you find it. But, um, yeah, so the movie starts out. It's kind of slow. They get this new satellite dish, and then all of a sudden, like, a thing of lightning hits it, and this weird thing gets transmitted, and all of a sudden, um, you know, Weird stuff starts happening in the house. Basically, people go missing. There's like this weird thing. But then you finally see it, this this creature, this monster, um, as they keep calling it, the monster. And it is just shit. <laughs> like, okay, animatronic-wise, pretty interesting. So it has like one big eye, one small eye, just snot dripping, a bunch of this mouth with a row of teeth. It's almost like shark. And then, but like... It just keeps getting more animated and animated throughout the movie because it doesn't really move too much. It kind of just kind of slugs around, I guess. But then at certain points, like, it reaches out its hand and, then, like, the hand can do stuff. Like, can grab things and do all this. So, like, it's it's uh, 
its tongue. And yeah. you're like, what the fuck? But yeah. So um, uh, just a quick side note. So the yeah. actor Garrett Graham, honestly, he kind of looks like uh, Marty. Is it Marty Feldman? Mm. Uh, the guy who's in Young Frankenstein, and he's got those yeah, huge yeah, the huge eyes. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, like that's what his eye, like in that picture. That's what his eyes remind me of because he's got like these huge, like massive eyes that are like super, like, yeah, super expressive and everything yeah. like that. But yeah, anyway, but he so just really overdid. So it's interesting though because the movie, like, it starts weird. Things finally start happening. Mm-hmm. Like then it's like the swingers come back, and that's kind of humorous because there's like the woman, the the one guy. Uh, Stan is talking with the other woman he brought home and he's like trying to like, you know, make the moves on her. Uh, the wife, you know, goes with this, the Greek guy. And then it's great because then the Greek guy just kind of drops this like, no, I'm into manly men. Like he's kind of saying like, I, I go, I I'm swing gay. both ways. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I can do both. And then she's like, oh, and you're kind of like, wow, that was kind of bold. Like, honestly, it's like, I already knew the swinger stuff was coming, but just the one guy's like, ah, oh, I would totally like bang stand, you know? <laughs> And um, I will say that was also a really bold move for the time because I think at that point in time, like they, um, like most of the things that were out there, I don't know when Rocky Horror Picture Show came out, but most of the time it was like either transvestites or, you know, like these like really frou-frou looking guys. And like this yeah, guy yeah. looked like he... He looked like he, a normal dude. Yeah, he didn't like, he wasn't like over the top gay or yeah, like, yeah. hey! or anything like that he was just like no i'm a normal guy and i also like men and yeah it's yeah like, it was like a really progressive idea but that was probably one of the few good things about that movie. so it's kind of interesting because there's a certain point of this movie where it goes from it goes from nothing really happening to full-blown horror, horror. movie mm-hmm. where all of a sudden boom people are dropping left and right these this monster appears takes over people to we're going to try to do this at, like, E.T., because at a certain point, then they realize, oh, the monster the uh, monster recognizes the, the boyfriend, O.D., which to me was just like, oh, it was this, like, uh, was Keanu Reeves not available or <laughs> what? Because they literally just go, find a guy who looks like Keanu Reeves and give him a wig. But he's wearing, like, this stone bracelet, and then the monster remembers his, quote-unquote, owner, which then you find out later in the movie had... The studded bracelet. So, so, and then it turns into like this almost ET kind of aspect where they're like trying I would call to teach it more them. like Mac and me. Yeah, Mac and me. That's a good way. <laughs> well, they're like they're like, oh, this is food. This and they're teaching the monster, and they're thinking like, oh, we got to get it on television, all this stuff. So then this second part of the like movie happens. So you have all this weird stuff happening, and what I mean by second storyline kind of comes in. So what you then find out is this monster was a pet. And when they hit this certain age or when they start to mutate, they have to dispose of them because they can get angry, violent, uh, weird tendencies. They just destroy everything, you know, all this kind of stuff. And they can uh, morph into other things so they could technically – they basically – it's to me it sounded almost like a virus. Like now that it's on Earth, it's just going to basically just destroy everything. Mm-hmm. So – Basically, you find out that you're like, oh, and they were trying to dispose of the creature. Very harmless, they say, which I thought was kind of interesting. They're like, oh, it's a very harmless procedure for them. Like, and you're just kind of like, you didn't even have to throw that in there, right? Yeah, but they, no, yeah. But that's no, what I'm saying. Like, it. They, like, again, like they, they took like a really respectful they, way of it, where they're like, well, this is a very humane way to do it. Yeah, humane way to do it. And then they said something got crossed and accidentally got sent to you. So then this alien like comes down to help them, and it's it's kind of interesting because then it turns into like this comedy thing where they finally get this woman who's been hosting this horror movie thing all night called Minerva. Min- uh, Minerva. Yeah. I thought it was Medusa. 
Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. It's Medusa. I apologize. Yeah, uh, Medusa, which is supposed I'm getting to, my name's mixed up. Which is supposed to be like Elvira. Yeah. Uh, and and she, which was amazing because she had the snake hair and everything. Yeah, but she had, she had like hair. massive, massive knockers. boobs. Great puns. That's what yes. I loved about it. She was saying like these horror sex puns that were just fantastic. Like I should just find like I need to just go through and get a drop thing about that. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like the movie has this charm to it, but it's also just a bad B horror movie and stuff. But it does have that stuff where you're kind of like I did enjoy myself with this because it it's like its moments, yeah. it has its moments so um spoiler alerts it ends with you know she her finally coming to the house she sees the alien guy who's going to take care of the monster she shoots him kills him which i thought was great and then yeah. the monster just takes and over she- everybody and basically like the movie just kind of ends like this terror vision you're kind of like oh, okay so it's it could still be out there yeah you know this kind of thing so it has its charm. It has its cheesy 80 thing. Instead of actually having a resolution at the end, they were like, oh, let's see if we could, quote unquote, try to get a sequel. Um, but I think it's just charming for what it is and how stupid, like, you know, all the shit is. So before we give our reviews, we'll go ahead and give you the uh, reviews of IMDb and Rotten Tomato. So no surprise. Like, I wasn't surprised when I saw these things. So uh, IMDb well, maybe I was a little surprised because I was—I I didn't expect it to be so high on IMDb. I haven't checked. I haven't seen. It's probably uh, just because people are like, it's a B movie, and we know it's B movie, so we appreciate. But it. But a five point seven out of ten. So mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, yeah, that's like I was expecting this to be like a four point three. Yeah. Uh, and then Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see what they get. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes doesn't disappoint me at all. <laughs> they have zero percent. Um, as the, the critic thing, score as no 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 zero percent yeah as the thing it's 3.2 out of 10 that's what i was expecting okay. but 43 percent of audience liked it <laughs> which doesn't surprise me yes um well see that's the charming thing about horror movies is no matter how bad and campy and like just horrendously shitty a movie is like you can find a niche audience who can appreciate it and go, you know what? At least they tried, and it's funny and it's entertaining, and it like it's still like it's like you keep saying with Killer Clowns from Outer Space, like you still have like that horror aspect to it, but it's like it's got it's, the stupid cheesy humor. Yeah, it's got the stupid cheesy humor, and it's got like the winks to the camera of okay, we know we don't have a big budget, and we know that this movie's gonna suck, but we're just gonna go with it and have fun. Yeah. So, Anna, what would you, what, what are we going to use for our five out of five this week for Terror Vision? Satellite dishes? Do we want to go with satellite dishes? Or remotes? Do we want to go with remotes? Do we want to go with um, grenades? Oh, yeah. Uh, do we want to go... I'm trying to think of something else that stood out big in that movie. Uh, the weird... Okay, this was a completely random-ass thing, but it really weirded me out because in the movie, like, they were drinking Heineken... And the beginning of the movie, and like the cable guy called it a Heine. Oh and yeah! I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Like it just really—he's like, "You mind if I grab another Heine?" I'm like, "The fuck is yeah, that?" Yeah, I was like, "Who says that anymore?" Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> or yeah, we could. Okay, we have that five out of five Heines, yeah, uh, which could be butts or the beer. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else was there. gauntlets. Oh yeah, there's like the gauntlet gauntlets. glove or uh, snake hair. Snake hair. Boobs. Boobs. Uh, yeah, oh, 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 pornographic art. Yeah, I was going to say there's also the pornographic art. So um, we can just do five out of five paintings? Yeah, we can do five out of five pornographic art. Okay. All right. So, Anna, <laughs> uh, you you know, fire away, I guess. Um. Okay. So first of all, I will say 
I like I said, I can appreciate that it's a campy movie and it's making fun of itself, but and I will say the daughter's hair was so horrendously bad that it was amazing. It was so fucking eighties. Yeah, you, like, like you look, you if you remove the monster aspect of that part of the movie and just like showed everybody in that cast yeah. without a monster in the movie, everyone would just be like, "Oh, what eighties film is this?" Like, and the other thing that I thought was interesting was Od, the idiot guy who was like in a metal band and like wearing like spikes and leather and all this ridiculous shit. Like, he actually said some, like, he acted like a total fucking moron, but he actually knew his shit. Yeah, it was like, weird, right? They had him say, like, some a couple lines that I was like, that was really fucking clever. But then he just has this duh look yeah. on his Ugh. face all the time. And it's what? just... Yeah, it was just, it was a really bizarre and interesting mix-up. I'm an idiot, but I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it was a very, like, it's just weird choices on th- that entire on movie. Yeah. That entire movie, to me, just feels like it was like a science project. They didn't know what they wanted to do. Like, <laughs> I felt like it was, like, four different directors with four different scripts. So it starts off with, like the classic horror movie watching on TV and some of that. The second act is a horror movie. The third act is an E.T. movie. And then the last act is... Uh, comedy, I guess. It's just like this weird, bizarre, like... It's a weird, bizarre mixture of porn and... Or, like, softcore porn. Yeah, softcore porn. Horror What I thought comedy. was so funny, they they emphasized how horny this, this parent, these parents were and how swingers and everything like that. But, like, for all the nudity that's in that movie, it's all covered. Yeah, and it's all artwork. Yeah, there's the artwork, and then there's any time there was porn on the channel. It was just huge orgies, but you couldn't see anything. Yeah, it was just like arms and legs. Yeah, arms and legs. You're just like, okay. So I think, yeah, so I think we'll just go with porn. Okay. So five out of five porn, Anna. What what are you going to give TerraVision? One. You're going to give it a one. I'm going to give it a one. Oh, man. It was, okay. If we're doing the B-horror movie scale, I give it a four. If we're doing it just general movie scale, I just No, scale, I just want your one. honest opinion because that's what we need. I, I would give it a one You'd because it, a one. it was horrendous. That is so funny. I knew this. If was... you want to just like laugh your ass off, make sure there's someone there with you because if you watch it by yourself, you will probably be scarred for life. Watch it uh, with somebody. It's it's fun. It's bad. It is. It fun. is really really bad, and that's why you need someone there with you to kind of like b- bounce jokes off of because you need that in your life. And I watched this, this by myself when I first saw it, and it was amazing. Yeah, that explains a lot about you. Well, uh, this is before <laughs> I was getting centered. No, I know I wasn't saying that. I was just saying that explains a lot about you in general. Well, of course, um, we all probably know my review. I give Well, also, this, you're already uh, scarred for life, so I don't think that this movie would have scarred you any more than you already are. I guess. Anyways, um, I'm going to say, because uh, this is a movie I enjoy, um, I'm going to probably give it a 4.5 uh, <laughs> porn pornos. Um, it's just fun to me. It's just a stupid movie, but I love monsters. I love animatronics. I love puppets. Uh, you give me a bad horror movie with a fucking puppet in it. I'm, it's already got like a three. So I'm like, fuck yeah. And just how it works and moves. And then you find out everything behind it where it's like Frank Welker was the voice of the monster. Just and you're like, oh shit. You know, like it's just nuts. But yeah, it's just a weird fucking movie. It's just something, like I said, that's how I feel. It's a B horror movie. It's a solid B horror movie. Yeah. Like I said, if but, I was, but if you, it, like- if, but if you take that same storyline, take that same storyline, and did a completely different setting, like different characters and everything like that, but that same storyline, you still look at that storyline and go, it's still a pretty solid storyline where it was like, 
no, this is why it got to Earth because like we were yeah, trying to. It, you're like, yeah, and you sit there the going like that. Oh, that's bad. what I'm saying. The framework is terrible because you sit there going like, the story actually is pretty good and interesting. Like I've never heard something doing this before. You yeah. know? Yeah. Well, let's describe it like a house. Like the plot is just like the the base of the the house. Yeah. Where it's like just like the no. Cement, the only like thing the, that's good about the house is that is is, is the is, base. No, is like, the is the roof. <laughs> because it just falls on top of everything and everything just gets mishmashed and you're just like, well, at least the roof survived. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like it was everything was slapped I know you want to say it had a of... foliage solid foundation, but no, this movie did not even have that. No, I'm saying the plot was the foundation. And oh, the I wasn't was, going to give it. No, the plot. Like this, okay, fine. The storyline is the foundation. Like the whole well, idea of uh, it is. That, yeah. Anyways, but the whole point though that I was trying to make is it's basically like a house that's slapped together made out of stucco and chicken wire. And with like a brick roof, and it just—I'm pretty sure that's what they made the monster out of. <laughs> Probably, like no joke. Like I'm not gonna lie. With lots and lots of goop on top. Everybody always talks about like, oh, when I win the lottery, I'm gonna buy you know this car and stuff like that. Like I'm going to be very surprised the shit that's gonna end up in my house when I finally win the lottery. Like I will have one of these creatures. <laughs> I will have one of these puppets. Oh, that would like, be awesome. Just fucking, just what the fuck is that? You never see Terrorvision? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Like I'm just gonna buy the most ridiculous B horror movie shit. Yeah, yeah, I can totally see that, and I'd be fine with it. Um, but yeah, I will. Say, and the other thing that I wanted to point out is like the fucking like '80s movie. What was with '80s movies and like the gross factor? Because it's like they had the fly where he was like all nasty and like he like the Jeff Goldblum version where he got all like gross and like turned into an actual fly and was like vomiting up stuff so he could, like vomiting acid so he could slurp it up and in this movie like there was the slime and the goop and the I, I well you have to look at it from this perspective you go from the seventies until you get to the eighties the seventies was all about slasher horror films. Yeah. So you're getting everybody with the gore and blood and all that kind of stuff through that time frame. So then you have to gross them out with something else. That was perfect when it was monster movies, such as The Fly, Terrorvision, all that stuff that came out. And they just wanted to, you wanted to make something. You, shock factor. Well, shock factor. But okay, so let's say you remove the goop from The Fly and Terrorvision. Mm-hmm. That animatronic monster makeup does not look that disgusting then. That's true, now you yeah. add that glossy, weird dripping, just ugh, because you what you want to do now at that point, you have people who can still watch it and be fine. And you have other people who are going, uh, like they don't focus so much on it because they find it disgusting. But then you realize even if it's shitty makeup, you you're still giving the effect that you want to give. So I think <laughs> that's maybe true. that's all it was where they're like, OK, now we got to make our monsters like this and stuff, because now you have. You know, the CGI and all that kind of stuff. So I think it was just a transition of like, okay, what can we do now? Because it's like they're already uh, used to blood and guts with the slasher films. So now we got to hit them with something else. So now if you have some disgusting creature and now you're like, oh, shit. And then when that thing, like how it moves, like depending on how you have it or whatnot, now you're – Yeah, now that I think about it – They have that kind of interest to it. Well, yeah, because now that I think about it, that's a good point because whenever horror movies started out, it was all about the suspense and it was all about the lighting. Mm -hmm. And so then I guess they kind of had to move on from there and it just kind of generally – Yeah, everything kind of – So I guess it does make sense that that's the next So it's just adapting and checking. And now you check out horror movies where it's always like everything's dark and there's only a certain light. And then now camera like certain people who know how to direct they'll 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 trick you to be looking one way and have something come out somewhere or do something completely different because it's it's misdirection it's the misdirection so Mm -hmm. i mean i think it's just tools of the trade and that's only my opinion because i'm thinking like killing clowns from outer space was probably the same thing where it's just like it's 
you know, it's like, okay, we're, we're not really going to have the, the gore factor. So we got to do something else with the, with mon- the monsters aspect of it or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just something that goes on with that kind of aspect, but, uh, yeah, no, uh, terror vision is a, is a big thing in my heart. Uh, it also helps me out even more or makes me feel even greater when, uh, Justin Rowland from Rick and Morty yes. mentioned he wanted these monsters to look like the monster from Terror Vision, and he's at this live panel. Everyone in the audience had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. He's like, okay, I'm the weird one, but then I'm sitting on my couch going, oh, no, I totally know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> yes, and now every time I see those, that creature in that show, I'm like, that's all I think of is the, the Terror Vision one. So uh, kudos to anybody who's seen Terror Vision and enjoyed it. So, um, but I think that's going to wrap up this episode of Not Another Bee Horror Cast. You know where to find us. Uh, I want to thank uh, Wes for being on. Anytime. And uh, do you have anything else you'd like to add? Uh, nope. Hit us up if you have a horror story you want to tell us. But other than that, we probably won't. But, you know, the offer's out there. So. But, uh, yeah, so I think that's going to be all from this uh, episode of Bee Horror Cast. Uh, join us next week when uh, we do another episode. Anyways, um, so I'm Steve-O. And I'm Wes Craven. And until next time. Carpe Noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.